How's it going guys? So this is a very important concept for internal medicine surgery as well as family medicine for 2CK. If you are if you are already further along in your 2CK prep, you'll look at this question and say this is very fucking easy. I agree, okay? But for those of you just starting out with 2CK, very important stuff when we talk about arterial versus venous disease, all right? You really need to know this. So before we get started, please subscribe my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. I really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L, M-A-N underscore medical. Link is down below. Find me on Telegram. Recently created a Telegram group and channel. Links are down below. Now hopping into the actual question here. 50-year-old woman, one-year history of aching sensation of the lower extremities and brawny edema of the ankles. Brawny edema is just another way of saying venous congestion causing increased hydrostatic pressure in the veins, leads to transidation of fluid, including that of hemocytorin, which can cause a brown discoloration of the skin. Symptoms worsen after she stands or walks for prolonged periods of time. The distal pulses are three plus bilaterally. One plus would be slightly diminished, two plus normal, three plus full slash brisk, four plus very brisk. This is the USMLE's way of saying, this is not arterial disease. And in combination with brawny edema, this is venous disease, this patient's presentation. If they want arterial disease, they will give you dis, uh, distant pulses, diminished pulses distally, okay, due to atherosclerosis of the arteries. So questions asking the most appropriate next step in management for venous disease. Before I hop into the answers, I should just quickly note, uh, USMLE can also uh, give you images of arterial versus venous ulcers. You need to know venous ulcers are, are large and slothy, classically around the medial malleoli. Arterial ulcers are more uh, distal on the tops or bottoms of the feet or on the toes, small and punched out, okay? And they can also mention skin changes. Now here we have the brawny edema. They can mention slight scaling of the skin. That's going to be your uh, stasis dermatitis. And for arterial disease, they can mention loss of hair, shiny skin. Those are trophic changes. Now hopping into the answers, what do we do for venous disease first? Choice A, ankle brachial indices, wrong fucking answer. This is for Arterial disease, okay? So very high yield answer on 2CK, but it's for arterial disease, not venous disease. So we compare the blood pressure in the ankle to that of the arm. If the ratio is under 0.9, we say that's consistent with peripheral vascular disease. And then the next thing we do is a stress test to determine the patient's exercise tolerance. If it's not listed, then we go straight to exercise program slash recommend a walking program. I have seen a question on 2CK NBMEs where they tell you in the last line, ABIs are decreased. What do we do next? And it was an A through D question. Arteriography, wrong fucking answer. The correct answer is exercise slash recommend a walking program, okay? Solacizal, always a wrong answer on USMLE, unless they force you to choose a medication. They give you five medications. They say, what do we give for intermittent claudication? Solacizal, okay? But if you have recommend a walking program and solacizal, solacizal, always the wrong fucking answer. USMLE loves that trick. Duplex ultrasonography is what we do next in this patient, okay? So venous disease, we're going to do a duplex ultrasound, shows us venous occlusion, and then we're going to go on to do compression stockings. Now, a caveat is if they give you an active clot, a DVT or superficial thrombophlebitis, the latter which is going to present as a painful, palpable cord at the ankle that may or may not track up to the knee, and they say, what's the next best step in management? Compression stockings, wrong fucking answer. It's going to be subcutaneous anoxaparin. Okay, I've seen that in NBME material. So you have to treat active clots with heparin. This patient doesn't have, have an active clot. 
There can be varicosities. There can be venous occlusion as diagnosed with duplex ultrasonography, but there's no active clot. You're just going to do compression stockings. Measurement of compartment pressures, this is classically for burns, okay? I mean, this is just a distractor unrelated to this question. One final point, actually, just backtracking a little bit, I should mention arteriography can be a correct answer if there's knee trauma, all right? So if they say um, car accident, a uh, uh, kid hit his knee against the dashboard, there's decreased pulses distally, they want you to know the first thing you do is you relocate the knee, followed by arteriography to look for po uh, possible popliteal arterial injury, okay? So arterial versus venous disease, very fucking important. All right. So for arterial disease, ABIs, followed by stress test, followed by exercise slash walking program, venous disease, you're going to do duplex ultrasonography, followed by compression stockings. And if you have an active clot, you're going to do subcutaneous noxapar instead. You know the deal. I'm going to continue making more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel and I appreciate your time. That's it.